There it is. This is everyone wants the bell, Moan. I know. I know. It's all just everything that I see up and down this thing is just bell, bell, bell. Are we being used for a an item, a bell, DK? Is that what's going on? <laughs> like, if so, we're sad. I don't know. Everybody's still waiting for all these additional emojis that we're supposed to be getting, you know? Well, Dolly's supposed to be on top of that, oh, DK. Oh, who is she now? It's okay, okay to call her out. Yeah, it is okay to call how, her out, too. I see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. she's... Uh, She's slacking a little bit over there. I think everything stopped whenever somebody brought up that it had to be a her emoji, you know? <laughs> I know. It's crazy, DK. Well, we got a us emojis, and I can hit the bell, though, and we can start the show. What you yeah, want to do? let's do, that. Let's, do let's, that. let's hit the bell. Here we go. See if I still got it. gonna talk some football today just for a change of pace you know <laughs> we are speaking of football i gotta tell you something too about this show dk it's very fascinating every time and in the competition this happened too and maybe you have a physiological reason why this happened every time i get ready to do this show or i was getting ready for game day dk other than having to use the restroom which i don't have to do that i get hot do you i just said this yeah it's so funny if I'm adjusting the nest right now. <laughs> it's so funny. And then and then and then she kindly lowered the temperature in here because I was like, yeah. man, I was just like burning up. I yeah. was just this show. Well, listen, however hot we might be physically, yeah. so to speak. I have uh I have a what I think is a pretty good subject matter for the day that I came up with. I'm gonna run it past you. A week ago. At minicamp, Najee Harris spoke with us. It was the one time he spoke during the off-season workouts. Yeah. And among the things that he brought up, and I do mean he brought up, it didn't come up from somebody else, was the idea that the Steelers' rushing attack through those final nine games not yeah. only was legit, but still has an area which it can significantly upgrade. And being specific, he referred to hitting the edges. Now, before mm. I even proceed, Moan, what was your assessment of how they did, whether it was Najee or Jalen Warren or whoever, at hitting the edges? How did I think they did? I didn't mm -hmm. think they did it a whole lot, DK. No, I thought it, it was it. Yeah, it just wasn't the strength of what this team was built upon. Uh, to me, and it never really was one of our things either, DK, as far as outside, like real outside zone. We tried to do it the year that we had Jack Bignell what was that, circa 2012, 13, if I'm not mistaken? Around that era, we tried to incorporate the outside zone, but we never really had the backs. We never really had the personnel to actually do that type of stuff, too. And it just was one of those uh, tendency breakers at time, DK. It was a tendency breaker if we ran, let's go, Arian Foster, Houston, Texas, outside zone. We never did that. You didn't have Arian Foster. We so is that okay. portion of it? <laughs> yeah, is no that portion? Of, no, no, no doubt about it. Is that portion of it? And it's also the bodies up front. But we can go deeper into it, DK, if you want to. Oh yeah, oh, I want to hear this. Easter. <laughs> Come on, man! I'll ring this bell until this show ends. Okay, uh, we, I'll be like the dude off of uh, Breaking Bad. Remember in the wheelchair? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll be him. Salamanca, I think, was his name. Salamanca, look at you with the <laughs> pop culture facts. I like it. I like it. 
Yeah. Uh, which way you want to go with this, DK? You want me to dive into the whys, man? Because well, I'd love to. Well, okay, yes. But now I'm going to complete the thought. Because all I was looking for was your okay. assessment there and see yeah. if we're on the same page. We are. It's not that they were or weren't good at it. They didn't even do it. Okay? So that tells me that Matt Canada, Mike Tomlin, everybody looked at the people that they have and said, uh-uh. All right? <laughs> now, if you look at who's there now. Yeah. And whether that's Dan Moore or Broderick Jones at left tackle, if Darnell Washington is over there on that left side, can you finally see something as Najee himself referenced? He believes they're going to be trying to hit the edge. Do you think they're capable of doing that? So two things, DK. One, yes, love having Darnell Washington over there, okay, but the other portion of it is, DK, we can't discount him because we got a super blocker out there. Pat Frymuth is a very valid blocker on this offense. I'm Agree? not going okay. to argue right. with that. Right. Cool, he, cool, cool. He's becoming that. The only reason you saw a pause there is because when he first came into the NFL, they made a big point of saying – <laughs> let's let's yeah. get to work son okay <laughs> that's fair that's fair dk uh but yes this is where i stand now on this team having the ability to do that uh as multifaceted so i don't even want to give you a number how many numbers i'm gonna have one you kind of had to work this team a little bit dk you had to get to a point to where honestly phasing out is a thing one thing i knew about chooks was this Chooks can play in anybody's zone. So for the people that don't want Chooks here, Chooks here next year, he can go play in the power zone. He can go play in the uh, outside zone uh, uh, offense also. So you have that. And then you get a guy like James Daniels that can play power and also move side to side. Our group was more straight line. Pounds had the ability to get in space. Uh, I think Dave can move side to side. We had dudes that could do it. I was probably a guy that would probably be one of the weak links when we talking about outside zone teams. You stayed put for the most part. There was some pulling in, in either direction, but you stayed yeah. for the most part. My portion was A gap to A gap, or I can go stretch B gap too. Some guys get good in this understanding, DK, to what you're saying, personnel. I went through this, and I'm going to go back real quick. I went through this bad in college my senior year. I still look at one of the reasons why I went undrafted, because we sucked on offense, and there was no rhyme or reason to it. The one thing that we did, we tried to change our entire offensive DNA with uh, personnel that would not allow it. We went 5-7 and seven my senior year in college. That's what happens when you move to a different DNA before you actually have the pieces in place. Right, DK? Mm-hmm. Right now, they have the pieces in play. If Broderick Jones is the starter at left tackle. Guess what you say? We've upgraded. And I'll even say this too. Dan Moore is capable of an outside zone threat, but then we got a guard that's capable of doing it from Philly that did this style of ball too. Isaac Selmalo. zone. Yes. You have a center that can move lateral left to right. There are pieces and places right now that you can say to yourself, we can run any style of offense you want. We saw four of these five guys excluding Isaac if Dan Moore is still the left tackle. B- a uh be a uh a power team beautiful now you have flexibility and honestly if they're speaking about doing this type of stuff that at least honestly gives me some encouraging moments about what matt canada has up his sleeve it shows me that number one this is the other portion of it too having a guy on the center that can get out and hand the ball to the outside zone running back 
Ben was mostly gone for the most part. It ain't the fact that he wouldn't go under center, but Ben was more comfortable in the gun. Heck, I don't know you want to call it his comfort, age, whatever the case may be, DK, but the personnel now allows you to run this style of offense, and that can be dangerous. Yeah, that that's the point that I think Najee was getting at, was that there's it, with all these bigs that have been added, and I mean bigs at other positions too, Yeah, because the other thing that has to happen when you're hitting the edge, guess who else has to complete their blocking assignments? Tight ends. And? And uh, running back. You're talking about – hold up, hold up. I missed All that All the way out there. Oh, the yeah. Wide, yeah, wide receivers. Wide receivers. Yeah, everybody's got to do it, okay? And that, that is the portion of it where you got a guy, okay, like George Pickens. That is a beautiful place to be at, DK. And also, Allen Robinson's a big wide receiver. The personnel, again. Yeah, I, I just think when you have those kinds of options – yeah. And you're talking about being big, acting big, running big, uh, even passing big. Okay. Yeah. Holding those blocks for a longer period of time. That's, that's what you want. You know, yeah, it you, is. You want to be able to attack in more ways than just blowing guys off the ball. You want to make, make them feel a little uncertain. Moan, you know what I'm talking about infinitely better than I yeah, do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you want to get those. Those defensive linemen, if they're just snorting and looking straight ahead, move them. It's got please move them off their mark. And this is the thing about it. What's so fascinating about uh outside zone play is you're still hitting the A or B gap. Like you can get the outside edge, but what the running back is looking for, Najee did this in college, is finding the crease from A gap to B or A gap to A gap. That's exactly what you're looking for. It's a wide track for the guys, forcing to your point, the defensive line off their mark. They have to unless they have a stunt that takes them backside. They have to run with the OL to complete their assignment as far as gap integrity on defense. If you got a team that's really good at, at um, outside zone, like I said, the team that comes off top to me is two teams. The Houston Texas with, and Texans with Arian Foster, phenomenal with it. And also the guy that ran for 2,000 yards, Chris Johnson. The years that he hit CJ2K. You remember what that looked like, DK? Everything was out there. And what did he do? He put his foot in the ground, and he got north and south, DK. There wasn't much to it in terms of of, uh, outright science or anything like that. Uh, When we come back, we're going to go hard at the only segment that matters. That's all of Hey Moan and his bell right here. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. I think what it is, Moan, the heat thing that we were talking about. Hang on a second. The heat thing that we were talking about is is like when you start getting creative and you start getting – you know what I'm talking about? She's like yeah. she's disputing this with me because we keep setting the temperature to colder and colder here. But whenever I'm writing yeah. or doing one of these, like I get burning hot. <laughs> yeah, it, I think that's – like I get juiced up to do this show. I told yeah. you guys, I love doing it. So I think my chemical – I don't even make up just hits that competitive side of me, DK. Yeah, I really yeah, have, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because this, this is still a performance. 
Yeah, that's it. So we're yeah. like heating up here. It's like I know you always take her side on everything, but I I need some backing. Here. I got you on this one, DK. He's no, got me. He's Dolly, got me. you're wrong on this one. I'm I'm yeah. Team DK. There's yeah. no other way around that one. All I'm saying is I'm not getting hot here. I'm well, you know what though? Very calm and composed, and even temperature. I don't know what you guys are doing to yourself. Yeah, you know hey, this is this is the problem here. It's just. You know, and and it, when you get like super crazy hot and whatever else, yeah. you know. so are you, is this is this is this your way of trying to say that you guys are hot? Is this, is this it? we already I mean, tried that? It is Father's Day weekend still, right? Can we get it? Can we get that? Yep, absolutely. Uh, it, it is time for the for the the question and answer portion of our program, and that is the Hey Moan segment. If you're a member, and why aren't you at this point? You can put up. The little hey moan emojis here. That'll help get you yeah. noticed uh, and get your question shown here. Matt Hyde gets us going with hey moan. Being that Steelers have Washington, Fryermuth, Connor Hayward, Zach Gentry, do you think that Gentry gets cut? Man, that is a, a, that is a hard question uh, because you got to answer this one as a business. You, you legitimately have to answer this as a business, DK, and not with emotions and feelings. Uh, with that being said, they just re-signed uh, Zach Gentry. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to hit our uh, research department real quick, DK, mm -hmm. and see what his, his uh, salary was, man, just because that'll tell us a lot if he's cuttable or not. He's cuttable, y'all. I gave him 152 to sign. This deal is approximately $1.2 million. Mm -hmm. That's a, a paycheck, man. Sorry it didn't work out for you here. Gentry, to me, I said he's almost too important, DK, to get cut. I do think you have to have some of his veteran leadership. I see hit the tandem of him and Pat together. Yeah. Thing. I say he make it. I do still say that. I think it's going to be a challenge for him, and I think he's aware that it's going to be a challenge. I also think that when you're talking about Connor Hayward, are you really talking about a tight end? I know what room he's sitting in. He and I talked last Thursday, but I also know that he could very easily just roam the hallways, okay, and pop into any room, you know. And so, and that's what I was thinking. Like the three, the 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 three strongest out of the four is the ones that were just named: Pat, Connor, and Washington's got to make the team. Those are my top three. What I say is this: I think Gentry trumps what Washington has as far as skill set right now and veteran experience. Mm -hmm. But DK, your caveat right there of Connor being positionless. I think that does it for me, DK. I, I just think that if you're, if you're both positionless and you've got, you know, you've got that little extra moxie that you can add to it. And Oh, by the way, you can contribute to special teams. That's why I was going next. It's just because Connor Hayward's a special teams guy. And, and if you're out there and you're doing stuff, I mean, it's just it's just a different feel to it. Justin Walk comes in. Justin Work, Work. I'm sorry, comes in with a contribution uh, and, and asks us here, Hey, Moan, I've been gone for a while. We still need grilling and chilling. Put this toward the merch budget. We do. Damn, we do, Justin. <laughs> Thank you for that significant contribution. And I see what it is, 273 as in my number. Uh, far too kind, DK. We can't say enough thank you. Wait a second. What is grilling and chilling? What am I missing? Grilling here? and chilling. I think it's one of those days where we're talking about sitting out smoking stogies and, and doing the show. Like, we have to do that. <laughs> and also, whenever I come up there to the shop, hey, maybe we can just set up a little Weber grill, DK, 
and grill and chill out. I'm here for that, DK. I don't know if uh, I don't know if the the city would be okay with us just setting up a grill on. We Fifth can't Avenue. do that in the city. <laughs> it seems unlikely. Oh, we can get a Laporte's Weber, man. The the Pittsburgh Bureau of Fire might have something to say about that, but uh, we can certainly get something done whenever you come up here. When is that anyway? That's the Tennessee uh, game. I actually, yes, it is the Tennessee game. I'll uh, I want to make up for camp, but I got other stuff coming up before then, DK. Uh, and I'll be up Wednesday, all day Thursday. We'll have to make something rock. Yeah, that's uh, that's this something is a Thursday here. night game. Justin blows away the record contribution here. I don't even know what the previous one was. <laughs> Just, I, I'll shine your shoes. I mean, I got you somewhere, Brody. I do. I swear I got you somewhere. Yeah. And he did all that from the, is he, is he at the uncle's table too? I don't care. No, no, he's not at the uncle's table. No. He, he's chilling with us. No, here, here. Justin brings up here that he's, he's, uh, he's saying that Gentry is Latrobe. Gentry's Latrobe grilling and chilling. Hey, Okay. Okay, well, guess what? We'll have to, I'll have to make it a point to get there for you, my brethren. Become a member. Yeah. Become a member. Become a Justin. Mark Become Lancaster Justin. says, Patrick Peterson, is he being disrespected as the 31st-ranked corner in the league? It's fair. It just is. I think it is, too. I, I don't see where the disrespect would be, Mark. I hope you can elaborate on that. I mean, How old is he? Uh, is he 31? 30, if 31, I'm not 32. If yeah. you're making the lists. Yeah. At that age, you're being respected. It really is. Patrick Peterson is 32. He'll be 33 July 11th. This is the thing. And I'll say this too. His biggest uh, his biggest challenge this year is defeating that. And I think he I think he will. And I think he can uh, because he's athletic enough. DK, we talk about this all the time. Guys train way better these days. They take way better care of their bodies. And he plays position that's been easier on his body than somebody in the trenches. Right. Mm -hmm. So age, he's going to get tested and rightfully so, DK. Right. If you had a 33 year old corner out there, what are you doing to him? Right. You're going. Oh, yeah, at you're, you're going at him. <laughs> I'm going at him. You're going at him, hoping that he's got nothing left by the third quarter. And then you're still going at him. You're going at him even harder and, yeah, deeper, and deeper. Yes, 100 percent. So him being 31, I'm just glad the fact he's in the top 32. Heck, what is that, DK? 16 pairs. That's still top half of the league. Yeah, it's fair. Our barber points out that it, it is from seven to 31. And he did have a good season uh, with the Vikings. But at the same time, Barber, you know this, man. When the end comes, it comes yeah suddenly mm -hmm. sharply and maybe that's what people are looking at with the rankings i don't know i know that it's not it and it can't be a reflection of his previous season that would be yeah. nuts yeah yeah you man J jake says anthony miller out hakeem butler in I don't know. Are you a buyer on Butler? I mean, he's he's played two whole snaps in the National Football League. He's 27 years old. Moan, tell me who does that. Not a, a bunch of special teamers. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's who does that. DK, like legitimately, man. Um, I think that, people they they see football on TV. Yeah. Okay, and I'm guilty of this too. I'm not being above it. When you put on an XFL or a USFL, it just looks like football I mean, yeah. to the to the casual eye. You're not sitting there studying it. You're not being Bill Walsh and trying to dissect stuff. Well, he and then you see him make these great catches in this big body. And yeah. You think, oh yeah, he can do that in the NFL. Uh, and 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 that's the thing about it, DK. Is you you got to live in the um, you got to live in a world of what actually works for a team. 
And if Hakeem works better for a team than you, that's the life that you have to live. I saw his tweet saying goodbye and everything like that. It's just a business decision. And I'll say this for a team to make a cut this late into the summer for a guy that we know about, if for anything, well, guess what? Either something's coming down the pipeline as to why he got let go slash fire, or they see one or two things that make the guy they signed that much better, DK. Bob Schreiner comes in with, is key lime pie disrespected as my 10th favorite dessert? Not when it's on my plate. That's great. You know what, Bob? Here's the problem. You can't come on here and be that <laughs> clever and that funny and do it from that table. We need you as a member. You're the guy we're picking on here. Yeah. You're way too valuable to not be a member. I'm going to show you how to do that right now. And show you're going you're, you're to get this done, Bob. All right? Yeah. You, all you do is you go to dkps.net slash join. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can be in, as clever and funny as and contribute everything you want to our society. But that's that that's a little bit rough here. And, and we'll put you up on the big board more like this. Like I got Casey that tells DK what? You feel uh, me? Craveability and everything, man. I don't know what we would do with Look, that. you even got Ron Lytle, I got telling you. Why yeah. dub? Abandon the uncle table. Yeah, it's not any good. I'll tell you what, at the get-go cafe and market since Casey's all over us for this, quality is at the core of every menu item. The three expert chefs, let's call them, just for fun's sake, Casey, Ryan, and definitely today, Justin Work. They, they make sure that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they call craveability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today, better believe it uh, on Thank a you. far far more serious note joe arroyo asked hey moan mm. did you happen to play with clark hagan's my sympathy to his family yes one i did not play with clark i think clark was on his way out as i was on my way in just before. uh mm. i heard all the stories about clark hagan's um uh, i heard how awesome of a teammate he was how hard he went on the field uh the story of also what the legend of James Harrison was born because of Clark. I mean, he just outplayed him a little bit, right? And that's a beautiful thing, but they were still good friends. I saw them guys chuckle it up, chuckle it up. When we went to Arizona one time, I may, I'm pretty sure I shared a field with Clark Hagens. Um, a legend, uh, a guy that's a part of one of those storied cemented teams as far as Super Bowls go, right, DK? Yes, sir. I can't speak personally about him, uh, but it's, um, I did hear that too, Ron Lido. He was a guy that walked in a room and everybody loved him. And it's sad for whatever reason he passed away uh, that we don't get in there, uh, the ability to see more of him. Man, y'all check on your people. If you know somebody got something going on, step in. Don't be the cool friend, okay? That let somebody do something. If you know oh, something's no. going on, you be feel the bad me? guy. Be the bad guy. Yeah. Be the villain. Like, if you know something's going on, say something, y'all. We need people. 46. I'm 37, y'all. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, that ain't that far in age. And to think this guy's demise is gone for whatever reason. Check on your people, man. I will tell y'all, don't be those guys that allow something that, or ladies that have something go on and you don't address it. Fifth round pick out of Colorado State still holds that school's record for sacks with 33 in 2005, in the regular season, he had nine sacks for the Steelers. Fifth round pick. Yeah. Okay. A uh, big, big part of the defense. And then they get to Super Bowl. They get to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl XL, the one uh, that was the Jerome Bettis one in Detroit. First drive, yeah. Seattle's going down the field. 
Who wraps up Matt Hasselbeck and sends him down for a sack that sets the tone for the game for what ended up being a tighter game than maybe a lot of people will recollect, 21-10 to 10 in the Steelers' favor. Super Bowl champion NFL veteran is a fifth-round pick. That is the most Steelers story ever. Yes, man. And uh, the other portion of it is this, man. Y'all know we are a family, right? And we all mm -hmm. hold each other down and accountable. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> and I know this to be true, him and Joey Porter played together. Joey's gone from one of the highest highs of watching his son get drafted to the franchise that drafted him to probably one of his close. lowest lows. They were very close. Y'all send the prayer up or whoever you pray to for Joey Porter because I know for a fact that he's hurting right now behind this. Okay, so I'll just drop that uh, and, and, and just simply check on your people. Please do that. Everything ain't all right sometimes. This will be my favorite one that I see today. Clark Hagens was the true meaning of the standard. And then that actually applies because, again, you're talking about a fifth-round pick who steps in and just plays to the expected level, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And he gets into the Super Bowl. Yeah. And guess what, Moan? He's not a fifth-round pick any more than you're undrafted. That's the standard you're, 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 you're playing next to Marquise Pouncey, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're expected to be at a certain level. Yes, you are, DK. Uh, I think our our, our, uh, our friend Jim Fairfield had a good one, DK. I just starred because we can go here for a second and get right yes, back sir. to the game if you are with that, DK. Yes, sir. It's right here. He yes. says, hey, Moan, still serious. Why do former players have such a diminished lifespan? Health, okay? That's first and foremost. That's the most obvious thing. That's why hopefully you guys see the weight loss in me, man. That's always huge for big guys. Get small. For small guys, DK, you know this is true. Don't get big. You running back wide receivers and quarterbacks. Don't become big guys because you don't have that training regimen every day, man. And this is the other thing, too, to what the league is affording you, too. You have an abundance of everything. Nobody in your family will probably tells you no. You go from being a young man in your family to the apex to where all things financial and decision-making go through you. So when guys retire and have to really sit on that couch and just be a regular Joe or find something else to do and they can't find something that gives them that same dopamine as the game does, they resort to other things uh, or they just lose themselves. Uh, it's easy, I promise y'all, of having everything laid out from you, for me, from the sixth grade all the way to 2019. That takes me to... Uh, 1997 to 2020, DK, I had a schedule. I had a plan. I had a, a, a write-up of everything that I was going to do. Essentially, I had it laid out for me. You retire, and most times, guys just have time. Guys still have money. Guys still have that same power and influence, and they never make that transition over until, man, I don't need 3,500 calories to eat right here. Man, I can't party the way I used to. I'm finding out for myself. I love bourbon, DK, but bourbon gives me a bad reaction right now. So you know what I'm doing? That's got to go to the side. There are certain things and measures you have to take. You can't burn both ends of the candle when we speak about life. And that's to people that don't play the game, too. And it's such a taxing sport, too, y'all. I also want to say, strictly from the journalism slash research standpoint, to be careful of, of over- labeling that or over stereotyping that there also are former nfl players yes. who live many many years and live very healthy long Thank lives you. and i'm sure they are also the ones who uh, do what moan is talking about they take yeah. care they take care of themselves okay i look right now 
we cite the same names a lot here on this show, but if it's Mean Joe Green, uh, if Come it's on. Mel Mel Blunt, don't tell Randall me. Randall uh, Just look at these guys. Well, look at, but again, if you know how Antoine Randall L lives his life, and I've known him post football, uh, he is an active spiritual force. Yes. Okay. Of nature, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, these are people who stay very much engaged, like you said, who, who keep active, who don't just sit around dreaming about their, their exactly. past football glory and everything else here. What? And uh, we have alert coming in from Bob Schreiner, who says, clear a space at the big table. Wait a second. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. With, what's happening with Bob Schreiner here? You see the green name, DK. It don't act like you don't see that little that little twisty circle thing right there. You know what that oh, means? Oh, you mean this? Yeah. Okay. See, you, you can't. That's what I'm talking about. You can't just come in here and get all clever and cute and funny, and then just say I'm not. I'm not a member. Hey, that's crazy. Bob, take this right off this lion right here. You hear me? This is your crown for the day, and you wear this very proudly. You got that, my brethren? Yes. Members only, DK. Ron Slay continues to try to drop poison into the waters around here. Uh, he comes at Darren Watt, and then Darren Watt says, I'm watching the big rage. <laughs> you know what? You know what, DK? I actually enjoy the big rage and ragu, man. Hey, I love it. That's good. Big rage. Good That's stuff. Oh, yeah, Alan Fanica points out Alan Fanica. But, again, you look at Alan he dropped his weight like yeah, ASAP. I mean, the next day. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Pounds dropped his that fast, too. Pounds like, dropped that. I think me and Dave were a little bit slower with ours, but you said Dave looked good. I hadn't no, seen any pictures man, of Dave. Dave I, is, saw, no, I saw Dave in person. I told yeah, you he looks a few good. months ago, we, we, uh, uh, he and his wife were at the airport in Miami, and we're wa I'm walking down a concourse, and we'd look at each other and go like, whoa, you know how when you're not expecting to see somebody? Yeah. And it was like, Wow, you're still David DeCastro. He looks really <laughs> I even patted him on the non-tummy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So everybody's working. I think this too, uh, Jim, a lot of people are getting more conscious about that too. Uh that life thing and you know, like how what it means to be around. It's, it sucks, man, for a lot of people to have all of this and not be able to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. That's what's you know gotten me into it. Plus, you just feel better when you're more active and we can do this type of stuff, DK, right? Absolutely. Todd Mayberry says, hey, Moan, they say that running the ball in the NFL is an attitude. I feel there are more angry runs ahead and that the picket fence is turning into the wall of yins. We're getting a little weird now. like it. I like <laughs> it, Todd. Todd, I love the wordplay regardless of what's going on, okay? Uh, with that being said, it is an attitude thing. You got to be set on that. And the reason it's an attitude thing, too, is because you you take um, – you you take the, the top off of everything whenever you do that. The, the anxiety of the game when you can control the line of scrimmage. If you're moving it and it's a good thing, you're fine. Uh, I'm hesitant to say what it's going to look like, DK, as mm -hmm. far as them being the picket fence and the wall of yens, because uh, I saw our friend Barbara earlier say what? Oh, Canada. I don't know what the rhyme or reason is going to look like and also the efficiency of it too, DK. I think it's fair to just put a pause on what we think. If they're averaging 150 a game, whoo, sign me up for two Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, I, I, I can see that for sure here. I feel like putting Justin Works – Got to DK. Back. Uh, I feel like we should have done the whole show. Are you coming for the 73 bucks? 
and I didn't even know what he meant by grilling and chilling. And it turns out, and now I'm reminded of it, yeah. that that Friermuth and Gentry do a show uh, on the Steelers oh. official website that they call grilling and chilling where they're sitting around a grill. I've seen it. It's, it's, it's really good actually. Yeah. And I think they got shirts too, Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah I she's think she's taking, off the mic right she's, now. She's, now she's taking care of our, we have, uh, we have okay. We'll take here in the shop. Take care of us dolls. Come on now. There. We're a little bit busy today here downtown. <sighs> Oh, this is a good one, too, for my guy, Jake. I think I, I like this one, DK. I don't know about you, but it's this one. I just started. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is from uh, Jake. Okay. Jake goes, hey, my own proper entrance right there. What was it like playing with Mike Vick in his last year? Any stories? Is it all? It was awesome to see as a fan. Same. DK, I'm not sure if you were, you know, had brunch. Oh, yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah. A fan, y'all. Like, Ben is his own item. But Vic, I think a lot of us grew up watching, seeing him have his own shoe, have the video game, the 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 uh, what do you want to call him? No, the tri- it's it's a lot. Like, it'd be it like if Ken Griffey Jr. just walked into a baseball. Am I am I right? Because that's, that's what exactly he was. What it was. There was a time when I was when I was younger, and people would ask like, "Who's the greatest athlete in the world?" And they they would inevitably cite some soccer player or, or track star or something. And yeah. I would just come back. I'm sorry, man. It's Michael Vick <laughs> yeah, because he has 11 people trying to catch him, trying to kill him, yeah. and 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 he can't be caught. He couldn't be caught, DK, man. And I'll say this, man, and Vick has spoke on this publicly. He he had some knowledge, not all knowledge, of his his uh, indictments and everything, his charges that he had. Uh, Vick is a guy, man, that you, if y'all met him and you had – you'd love him. He's just that. He never turned down a teammate. He never turned down a fan. And he was by far one of the coolest dudes I've ever met in my life as a teammate and just as a friggin' person. Like, I know he has his black cloud that hangs over him. Uh, but that dude was a dude, DK. He really mm-hmm. was. And even and we got him at the end of his last, uh, at the end of his career, too. It was cool. Yeah, there wasn't a lot left, but he's, that, what you're talking about, though, he had that impact. When he walked in, he was third string, and he was a distant third string. But at the same time, you just looked at him, you just went, it's like Mike Vick. He just walked yeah. past me here, you know? And my locker was right next to him. And, and we used I, to just that's right. It up. He was right on that side. That's yeah, right. So me and Vic became real tight. He's come on my show in Nashville a few times. My, I saw my mother-in-law lose her mind over Mike Vic. Do you hear me? That's a story. And by the way, where Mike Vic was concerned and the stuff that if you're sitting there going, what about, what about, what about? I, it, look, it was very real. It was yeah. reprehensible. And guess what else? He went to he, prison. And? Paid off all his debt. Thank you. He that's paid the way off. society is structured. He gave the option to cop out and file bankruptcy. He said, no, I'm going to pay every single penny off. And he did, DK. Yeah. That's yeah. what you call redemption. And you you can, that doesn't make what he did, right? It just nope. means that he, he, he set things debts. right. He paid his debts and he paid his debts to society. Yes, he did. Uh, as well by going. There's a lot of people we idolize that don't do that, DK. This is very true. Okay, then we'll move forward. <laughs> so we, yeah, we're, <laughs> we'll move forward. We're moving forward before we start getting into some some shaky territory yeah. here. Slash was better, says Yancey. No, he wasn't. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. Sorry, yeah. Even on the practice field, he was still half of himself. But DK, it was good, dog. It was good. We have a few more coming in with uh, examples of guys who lost a lot of weight, really slimmed down right after retirement here. 
Uh, Bob brings up Jack Ham. Yeah, Jack Ham just instantly went into the business world and, and looked very much like he fit in. Hokey bro. Hokey bro. Hokey bro is Hokey bro is half of himself by the following morning. Yes, he was. And that's the thing, too. It's two dynamics in that, man. What did he <clears throat> he stands out actually, Hokey Bro? Because what did he eat? Well, that's the thing about it. Hokey bro had to eat a lot to be 300 pounds. He, it's, uh, I don't know that he was 300. He probably wasn't. That, and, and that's the thing, too. Pounce had to eat a lot to be 300 pounds. Pounce was honest with us on here. He said he was 285. Huh? I never knew that. This dude was 285 blocking 300 pounders, man. Uh, the, the who Al had to eat a lot to gain weight. Al was by well, far one of the biggest eaters I've ever seen in my we life. We watched, we watched it happen to Al. I mean, Al yeah. shows up as a as a tight end slash wide receiver on the practice squad. The next thing you know, every day Al is like, yeah, <laughs> you know? no doubt about it. We like Al was it. eating waffles with peanut butter, pancakes, a big omelet with cheese, all the meat in it, and like whole milk. It was by far packing on all of the friggin' pounds, man. But it's like that. Your body is your body, and you deal with it how you have to. Yeah, we're we're not going to get away with mentioning Mike Vick without addressing Ryan Miller's question. What about Ben's Beautiful. public issues? Was that ever an issue without getting into all the specifics? Is we're not a court of law, and he was never charged, much right. less tried. Uh, was that ever an issue, though, in the locker room? Never an issue in the locker room. Why is uh, that, though? Because it's exactly that. wasn't There wasn't a charge, DK. There was allegations that he had to settle and all those types of things. But Ben was a model citizen inside the locker room. And, of course, when you mention something like that, where it's he said versus she said, DK, mm-hmm. it's hard to pick a side on what or who is right because both probably have some truths in it. And it just never resonates out. The only time it ever got bad is on social media from a, not maybe you folks, but a lot of folks on there. That's the only time it really got terrible from opposing fans and maybe if a Steeler fan was mad at him. Yeah, that's how that goes. It, it's a lot like, and I'm not going to sit here and compare this or that or whatever, but from strictly a social media standpoint, someone like Deshaun Watson, he's he's done forever. He, he can't say a thing. Nobody can say anything about him without 700 masseuse jokes and everything else. Not that we're above that here. We're not. We're not because uh, their fan base is one of the filthiest with the Ben stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's also, yeah. but that's also what social media is. Something is. something gets thrown at you, something sticks, and it's it's there forever. Especially Twitter. Oh, where there's my just Lord. no rules. By the way, accounts. since you said Twitter, I am. If y'all been tweeting at me and DK been tweeting me at the show, I am still locked out. My authenticator is not working, and Elon won't let me call and talk to somebody so I can get my account back. It's there, uh, but I don't have access to it. If you were tweeting me and I didn't say anything back, yeah, I hear that here. Kevin Motley is gener- jealous of all my Turner's tea. I'm actually not doing that today, but yeah, that's it's uh. I, I get jealous of that too. They yeah. used to. They're by the way, they're not a sponsor. I people ask like, why are you hawking that Tanner Turner? See, they're not a sponsor. They were at the very, very beginning of our company, uh, but but that was uh, that was legit. We're gonna take a couple. Now more. they're they're sitting in Browns hate stuff on the side. Yeah, I, I see. I see that here. <laughs> Let's not be above it. I'm with you, Jake. I'm petty just like you. Okay, I try to have some respect because he's a player and I'm a former player, but. When it comes to those Cleveland Browns fans, hey, let them have it. Yeah, let's see if we can get a couple other the good football questions here to round things out for the day. In the meantime, I'm going to tell you again that if you want to be a member 
the way to do that, the simplest way to do that is to go to dkps.net slash join. Uh, I don't know what our exact membership count is right now, but it's we're over comfortably over 500 yeah, somewhere. Over our 500. goal is to get that to 1,000. Yeah, uh, I, I far fetched. Well, it's not that far off either, DK. I got one I think from my guy Eric from earlier, DK. Okay, uh, it was this one. We were talking about Anthony Miller. Tomlin reportedly said, "If you are a big wide receiver, then you better learn how to tackle and block special teams." That is, that is one of the most baseline things. If you're not one of those top three guys, if you're four and five, you better find yourself very valuable to a coach by the name of Danny Smith, right, DK? Oh, you better know his <laughs> name for sure. <laughs> and he can't wait to tell you what you need to be doing as a wide receiver for. You better get your behind in this meeting and go get you a tackle or two to make yourself more valuable. Mm-hmm. That is true here. Oh, the, the Deshaun Watson. It's just it's not stopping here. <laughs> They're going in. DK. It's like all you have to do is 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 mention it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Brown flush it down. Oh no. Love it, it, man. It, it's relentless here. Uh Jake comes in with a with a question for you. He says, and this is gonna be our last one for the day. Hey Moan. Can you talk about that night with Mason Rudolph in Ooh. Cleveland? What happened in the immediate aftermath, and how did that ride back home go? Man, one, first and foremost, Jake, from the Uncle Sable, I'm glad you know it's a ride and not a flight over to Cleveland. It is. Uh, I think everybody knows that we ride buses to Cleveland, which I by far one of the best things we did as a team. I love the bus trip. Uh, it was super cool. Uh, but the ride was a bunch of this. Checking social media, figuring out what was going to happen. What were they saying? Who's, you know, who had the first reaction to what it went down? It was chaotic, but calm. Uh, I think when the game was over, everybody was mostly chill. I remember watching Pounce pace back and forth. Me looking at guys, having a conversation about why did this go on? Of course, there was a lot of name calling and curse words that was used in the back of the bus too. Uh, but it was chaotic, but calm because there was nothing else we could do. I do remember thinking to ourselves, how are we going to get out of this stadium? Not in a threat way, threatening way, but in a way of uh, this is some weird stuff. Nothing like this has ever happened with the helmet, and I hope we're on the right side of everything that happened, and we weren't, <laughs> okay? It was everybody that was around it got fined. I think I got fined over $3,000. Uh, Pounce got suspended. Um, there was and a – and earned it and but earned he got his money's worth he did get his money's <laughs> worth um I, and i immediately remember the speculation of what could mason have done if you know mason does not discriminate whatsoever when it comes down to who he is and what he is he loves everybody man and i don't say that as a stock statement he vibes with everybody male female don't matter what you do how you do it he looks like he doesn't but he's a super good dude and, of course, trying to uh, – what do you want to call it, DK? PR control, if he said something derogatory or racist, you know what, he didn't. You know, what, you know what Mason is? Yeah, what? I, have, I have a word for him. What? Harmless. Harmless. He is. He's harmless. He's not, he's not going to be somebody who does anybody any harm. He's just not that guy. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine Mason fixing his mouth to say the N-word, and that was pushed out there early. You couldn't. If you know him – you know that's not true. So when well, we saw if it was said, true, you wouldn't wait five days. No, to you bring wouldn't. it up. So it was control of emotions. It was chaotic, calm chaos. Yeah, I that's hear what that. it was. I hear that. Jim Fairfield says, "Hey, Moan, 
my wife had been hospitalized over the past week. She told me today, I miss that big, happy football guy. Oh. <laughs> Meaning you. <laughs> hey, Jim, hopefully your wife is fine, man, and she's having a speedy recovery. You are by far the best with that, with that statement. No, your wife is, okay? Tell her thank you and smile a little bit for me. Tell her she wouldn't have enjoyed lining up across from that big, happy football guy. Not this guy. I had to. Yeah, no, DK couldn't. This has been the Justin Work episode of the Ramon Foster Show. Yeah. We remain yeah. humbled in your awesome presence, sir. Still, I, I got nothing. Uh, I got a bell for him. That's Let's, all I can do. Right that, that's what we can do. We are just here in yeah. just complete yeah. awe today. All right, guys, let's do it again tomorrow. Yeah, no doubt. We'll see you guys, man. Have a good Thursday, good people. See, one possible (laughs) – what the (laughs) – there's one possible concept that I think will work for these emojis and to get her to finally make them. What's that? That is is if we have different – if we have – the big rage emojis. The big rage emoji. Big rage that's, emoji. It's just rages. She's asking, what does it do? Like the rages. Hulk with my face on it, Dolly. The Hulk with his face on it. He said, yeah. Dolly. Okay, but that's so small, it's not going to be recognizable. It's, it's the significance of it. It's, okay. It's, yeah, it's the symbolism. Also, people, people also, mind Bitcoin, Dolly, and they don't see that. I mean, come on. Right. That's right. That's right. Here, hang on. She she's she needs to have a word with you. Yeah, come on, come on in here, doll. They want to see you instead of us anyway. Hey, wait, wait, what are we making? We're making the Hulk emoji with me or DK on it. Like that's gotta be it. I said you said it's gonna be too small. Guess what? People sold NFTs. Okay, okay? we can do this together. Okay, okay, that I'm doing sense. it. Yeah. Hulk with your head on it. We'll be ready tomorrow. Some similar. If you want to give me an eight pack, a six pack, or something, I'm cool with that too. Whatever I'm Hulk cool. comes with, <laughs> I'll I'll just uh, I'll just contribute sunglasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll that'll work right there. Look at you getting all the love over here. Hey, Dolly. Hey, that's crazy. Hi, everybody. You are the show, Dolly, and now you're me. That was what was intended, but Dan keeps doing this. So then you could tell that he's behind it. The whole point it was supposed to be W. <laughs> It's all good, Dolly. Get it? We're, w? W. I like it. I like it. Look at you with a dad joke today. Because <laughs> it's still Father's Day week. It's still Father's Day week. Yes, it is, man. Well, Dolly, we'll get it done somehow, right? We are. A rage. We are. We are. It'll be great for the season when we talk about blocks and stuff. Yes. yes. We'll be ready for tomorrow. Hulk, with your head on Just it. Just say bye. Bye, everybody. See he's, you good he's, that's it. He's closing it. He's turning it off. It's over. Oh!